हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 15 ऑर्गेनाइजेशनल स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ अर्बन लोकल बॉडीज एंड आवर टॉपिक इज द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन 74th अमेंडमेंट एक्ट 1992 इंडियन लॉन्ग हिस्ट्री ऑफ अर्बन म्युनिसिपल गवर्नेंस वाज कैरेक्टराइज्ड बाय सम स्ट्रक्चरल इनफॉर्मिटीज which affected its performance municipal bodies were delegated limited powers their autonomy was restricted the allocation of poor financial resources made them totally dependent on the state government inadequacy in services provided by municipality raised doubts in the public mind about their ability to efficiently discharge their civic responsibilities state governments are prone to taking the drastic step of superseding municipalities on grounds of manufacturing and not following it up with election at an early date political considerations often dominated the decisions the 74th constitutional amendment act 1992 brought about a radical departure from the past structure of local governance makes the constitution of municipalities mandatory recognizes the third tier of elected representative below the center and the state requires direct election to the municipality reserves one third seats for scs and sts and also for women lays down a fixed tenure of 5 years for municipalities severely restricts the powers of the state government to dissolve municipalities requires the state finance commission to review the financial position of the municipalities and make recommendations to the governor in regard to taxation powers of municipalities requires the state election commission to conduct the election of municipalities make the setting up of district planning committee metropolitan committee mandatory the 74th constitutional amendment thus ensures the urban local governments are not at the mercy of the state government government of india began to show interest in reforming urban or municipal governance only since 1989 the revitalization of grassroots government became the concern of rajiv gandhi government since 1989 the government led by pv narsimha rao came into power drafted the constitution 73rd amendment bill 1991 concerning municipalities and introduced it in the lok sabha in september 
द लोकसभा एंड राज्यसभा पास्ड द बिल इन दिसंबर 1992 आफ्टर हैविंग इट रेटिफाइड बाय द मोर देन हाफ द स्टेट एट असेंबलीज द प्रेसिडेंट असेंटेड इट ऑन ट्वेंटी अप्रैल 1993 व्हिच इज नोन एज द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन सेवेंटी फोर्थ अमेंडमेंट एक्ट नाइनटीन दिस अमेंडमेंट बिकेम ऑपरेटिव सिंस अप्रैल 1993, व्हिच हैज बीन इंसर्टेड इन न्यू पार्ट नाइन्थ ए ऑफ द इंडियन कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन रिलेटिंग टू अर्बन म्यूनसिपल गवर्नमेंट और नगर पालिका म्यूनसिपल कौंसिल्स एंड म्यूनसिपल कॉरपोरेशंस आर कॉन्स्टिट्यूटेड इन स्मॉलर अर्बन एरियाज एंड लार्जर अर्बन एरियाज रिस्पेक्टिवली डेमोग्राफिक एंड अदर कंडीशंस विच आर डिटरमाइनिंग फैक्टर्स फॉर कॉन्स्टिट्यूटिंग अ पर्टिकुलर टाइप ऑफ म्यूनसिपैलिटी डिफर अ ग्रेट डील फ्रॉम वन स्टेट टू अनदर The governor determines the areas for different forms of urban bodies considering like population of the area density of population revenue generated by the local body percentage of employment in non agricultural activities and the economically important and other factors The seats in the municipality shall be filled by direct elections except as provided below. For the purpose of elections the territorial constituencies in a municipal area shall be divided into wards. Each ward has an elected representative in the municipality. The number of the Lok Sabha MP and MLAs of the state representing constituencies which comprise wholly or partly the municipal area concerned will be voting members in the municipality the state legislature is empowered to specify the procedure of election of the chairpersons of the municipalities this may be either by direct election or from amongst the elected members of the municipalities concerned as regards the wards committees each municipality is divided into wards in the smaller and medium sized municipalities the average population per ward from 1500 to 6000 in larger cities however average ward size may be fairly large ranging from the population of 30000 to even 2 lakhs this has led to a situation where the common citizen does not have ready access to his elected representatives the act has provided for the deduction in the distance between the electorate and elected and provision for the increased participation of the people in the urban local bodies the act further provides for the constitution of ward committees in all municipalities with a population of 3 lakhs or more
two or more wards can be combined to constitute a wards committee. The grouping has been left flexible to take into account the differing local conditions that may exist from city to city within a state. The composition, the territorial jurisdiction and the manner in which the seats to wards committee shall be filled has been left to the state legislature to specify by law. A member of municipality representing a ward within the territorial area of the wards committee shall be a member of that wards committee. In other words, such a member of the municipality will act as an ex officio member of the wards committee. If a wards committee exists for one ward only, the councillor representing that ward in the municipality shall be chairperson of the wards committee, where the ward committee consists of two or more wards. One of the councillors representing such wards in the municipality shall be elected by members of the ward committees as a chairperson of the wards committee. The law enacted by the state may also provide for the constitution of committee apart from the ward committees. The chairperson of such committee will have representation and voting rights in the municipality concerned. Regarding the reservation of seats, the Act provides reservation for scheduled caste and scheduled tribes and women to ensure their representation or participation at all levels of the municipal bodies. The proposition of seats to be reserved for SC and ST in the municipal areas to the total population of that area. The reserved seats will be filled by direct elections only. Not less than one third of the total population of seats reserved for the C and STs shall be reserved for women belonging to SC and STs. The provision is mandatory. One third of the total number of seats shall be reserved for women. This shall be inclusive of seat to be reserved for women belonging to SC and ST. These reserved seats will be filled by direct elections only. This is also mandatory provision. The seats so reserved for women and for SC and ST may be allowed allotted by rotation in different constituencies in the municipality. This provision is optional. The state government decides on the manner of allotment of reserved seats. The state legislatures will provide by law for the reservation of the office of the chairpersons for the SC and STs and women in municipalities. The extent to which reservation is to be made and the manners of such reservations will be decided by the state representatives of SC and ST and women pertaining to the office of the chairpersons of the municipalities to meet the spirit of the constitutional amendment. 
the state legislatures are free to provide reservation of seats for any backward class of citizens in any municipality or office of the chairperson in the municipalities for any backward class of citizens though this is an optional provision now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast